0: What were you thinking? Welcome to the show about everything you always wanted to know about exotic pets where to get them, what to feed them, and how to care for them. You'll even find out why some people live with a monkey. Now, here's your host, exotic pet expert and author Bob Tart. Hey, Bob, what were you thinking? Hello, and welcome to another installment
1: of Pet Life Radio Presents. What were you thinking <laughs> with Bob Presents and book character Bill Holm? And you are listening to our special Nyan King Point, Tawas Point, Pointless Featherbrained Podcast. Whoa. And we are, Bill, would you like to say, I'm here with book character Bill Holm. Where are we, Bill? Um, that's I've been asking that for a while. It looks like we're at uh, Nyan King Point. Uh, point. Well, and, you just said we were. we're and. Yeah. And we're here to see the yellow-headed blackbird. Yeah, and we were going to treat you to a show live, so to speak, from the top of the Nyan King Point Tower. But unfortunately, there's people on it, and nobody wants to hear this live, much less recorded. No, but we'll get to that in a minute because I have a little surprise for you when it comes to that. Oh, really? I don't know anything. I don't know anything about this, ladies nope, and gentlemen. Nope. It's going to be a surprise to me, too. Yep. So we are here, of course, at Nyan King Point, as we are every year, I guess, and uh, looking for the yellow-headed blackbird and for any other birding goodies that will show up. And I want you to know, though, that we're still going to bring you all your favorite features. (laughs) (laughs) All the favorite features that you have come to expect from our podcast including which one which photograp- name one photography corner that's oh that's, one of that's your very popular right? mm-hmm. yeah. and of course our favorite feature doesn't that rock <laughs> and what's that about it's about rocks well no i mean we've been doing it you don't you know, remember we we discussed um, oh that's sir right. richard harris that's right one, that's and true. sir harry Nilsson. and another right one. right and of course a brand new feature we're uh, gonna forgive be- me for forgetting yeah a brand new feature called what's new with bill oh well that's interesting yeah so I'll we'll have to be- think of something oh you don't they that prepared well you know I, i'll have to think about it what's new not much <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> that was what's new with bill i would like to welcome a brand new listener now that's my surprise for you. we have a third listener no yeah our first listener was uh, first named Karen. I don't know if you remember several years ago. I don't know if Karen's still with us, but Karen was an early fan of the show. Do you mean alive or just still listening? Uh, pardon me? Well, go ahead. I mean, you said it was still with us. I didn't know what that meant exactly. I don't either. I mean, I haven't heard from Karen in a while, but Karen was a regular listener. And then Laura stepped up, and Laura is a regular listener. And I mean to tell you that I got an email. No. Just a week ago. From a listener whom I will refer to as Christina. And Not Christina, her real name. I will refer to her as Christina. Okay, I won't and ask she, any more questions. And Christina said that she enjoys our podcast. She likes birds and she enjoys our podcast. So welcome aboard, Christina. Christina? Yeah. So we are here dodging raindrops. Wouldn't you say? No, definitely. Yeah. And I have not heard So far so good. I have not heard the um, yellow headed blackbird yet, have you? No. No. We're listening though. And I looked on EBird before we came to see what kind of birds were being found here. And someone saw a forester's turn. You see, which is unbelievable to me because it's it's the subject of an amusing story that, yeah. you, that you can see read about in Featherbrained. That's right. Bob Tart's new book. That's right. This is a special, pointless, feather-brained podcast. And feather is my brand new book about birding. Birds and birding, how I learned to bird, and uh, just... Birding! Everything in between. <laughs> everything in between, why I love birds and birding, and everything uh-huh. in between. You, that's a gamut. <laughs> it's a
0: spectrum.
1: Well, it's, it's chock full of fun stuff. Yeah, fun stuff. And there's that funny story about the uh Forester's turn in there. Yeah, yeah. You'll have to buy the book to read it, however. It's worth the price of the book just to read that story. Yep. Oh, I see the people are coming. It's a heck down. of a story. It's a heck of a story. It's almost as good as that story about the um indigo bunting. Well, it is a similar story. Wearing a yellow raincoat. Right, right, right. That is that's you gotta read that one. Before we get into Photography Corner, I, if you can wait a little bit longer for that, Bill. Well, that's my favorite feature. I wanted to talk about an embarrassing incident on our McGee Marsh trip. Oh, are um, you going to talk about that? Yeah, I'm going to mention that right now. I know you kind of wondered if I was going to talk about <laughs> wow. that or not. But um, wow. I, I thought get, we'd agreed, but go ahead. Well, I get so pumped up seeing birds that when we get to our motel room, I can't sleep. So I have to take a sleeping pill. You know, I'm just so hepped up seeing birds. But last time, I made a mistake, and instead of bringing Xanax with me... What did you bring? Methamphetamine. Oh, yes, I remember oh, that. Oh, God. Oh, that was a funny. Mistake. I was up all night. Yeah, that was funny. Mm-hmm. So let's get right into photography corner here. If you could hold this, while I, uh, and then describe what I'm doing. Just hold it down here, and try not to touch anything. <laughs> Jeez. This is not going to work. Okay, so if you want to describe what I'm doing now. Well, he's got a camera in his hand, and uh, he, he's opening uh, something. A lens, is it? I don't know what it is. It's a ring. It's a hollow... I mean, it's empty. It's like a donut. It's, I think they call that in photography, the donut. And now he's got his finger. Okay, he's taking off the lens and putting on this. I think, you, frankly, I think you got taken because it's just, it's. oh, I see. And then you put that. What's the purpose of the ring? There you go. And so now, with this ring, you know what this ring does? <laughs> <laughs> this is called an extension tube. <laughs> Excuse me. Because I just spit on the ring. <laughs> what this does is this converts a telephoto lens and turns it into a macro lens oh so that means this is going to be pretty exciting that now on today's trip not only can i take photos of birds but if i stop and put the ring on i can take photos of any interesting bugs we find <laughs> <laughs> oh geez i didn't know that i did not know that was coming ladies and gentlemen yeah, so that's a tip for oh people. my gosh and so i'm gonna need a zx tonight And you know what this cost? $16. Only $16 to convert a telephoto lens to a macro lens. $16. I mean, how does it work? All it is is just like an inch-long ring that's empty inside. Well, basically, all it does is it lets you get closer to what you're shooting with the lens because you know with the telephoto lens you got to step back about uh your close focus is maybe like 10 feet or something you can't you can't get any closer so with this you can get up to within a foot wow (laughs) and you got all the all the magnification power (laughs) of your (laughs) of your zoom lens and you're harnessing it for macro work. This can't work. This sounds ridiculous. It works I great. think you got taken. Well, you've seen my very $16. popular bug photographs on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Well, yes. Yes. And everyone is clamoring for more. <laughs> yes, they are. And that's thanks and to... And everyone is, what is this bug, you say? Yes. And then somebody chimes in and then it's wrong. And, then and someone... everyone's always wrong. Right. Except for Darcy Clemens who's right every time. Okay, yeah. There are. There is occasionally a right answer. So that's latin too yeah so that's photography corner and and i have a loose end from uh did you enjoy i I can see why this is Is so popular (laughs) that's it that's it i will be if you come to facebook.com and go to my facebook page you will see facebook.com is that different (laughs) well i don't think you'll get there if you just type in facebook i think you have to put dot com if you go to my Facebook page, you will see some of my bug work. <laughs> you know, I haven't done that. Yeah. It's and I, I, I better do that. I'm, I'm going to make it a point. Yeah. So in between bird photos, you'll say, uh, those are nice bird photos, but you know, what else you got? Well, I got <laughs> bug shots. <laughs> bug shots. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> and I also have an update of I'm going to look on my phone right now. It's... Yeah. yeah, you could do that. I have an update to a photography corner from our McGee Marsh show. You remember I talked about bringing a flash attachment that I was going to try some flash photography at McGee Marsh. Remember we had that little accident in the car where I tried the flash out and we were blinded. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't see for like five miles. Yeah, yeah. I should have done it while we were driving through a tunnel. I know, Well. Anyway, I can't say it was a success because my camera... It's a Nikon D 710,000, and it is the heaviest camera that Nikon makes, unfortunately. It weighs about 80 pounds, and that flash attachment was another 20 pounds. Uh-huh. And so that's 100 pounds. Yeah, and I just couldn't lift that camera. Yeah, so not with your back. No. Uh-uh. So it was not a success, I wouldn't say. Well, that's it. That's, that's the end it. of the story. Yeah, yeah. It? I mean, so if you are, a, I, I'm speechless. If a, obviously, if you're, a, if you're a stronger person, I've taken with uh, tripod-mounted shots of birds with, uh, with the flash. <laughs> this is worse than I thought, and it looked good. It worked fine. <laughs> I mean, you got to know how to set the flash up. Uh huh. But I got great shots. I don't understand. <laughs> so that's photography corner actually i wasn't even listening to the last story no no so that's photography corner and pretty soon we are going that's more to like a whole room a photography like <laughs> it's like a Angie corner in a round room <laughs> okay you no know? yeah or right. an oval room or right. An right egg-shaped room well more egg-shaped i suppose so, okay so what's new with bill let's let's go to this feature what's new with bill well still not a whole lot well next week what's new is uh you are going to be joining me at the DeGraff Nature Center, and it's too bad this is going to air too late for people what from all around about? the country to flock to Holland, Michigan and see Bill Holm and me do a talk at the DeGraff Nature Center on Featherbrain and on birding. Bill and I are there as birding experts. Well, I think everyone should have gone. I, I do, mean, too. I mean, it I was it was a great event. Yeah, And now looking back, how come no one went? I I can't imagine. How come everyone abandoned us? (laughs) How come Christina wasn't there? Why didn't Laura come? I don't know. Where are they? you know, they could have come to Holland to see us. Holland is a very nice town. It's known for the Tulip Festival. And a little later, in our Doesn't That Rock segment, this is for the youngsters. We will be discussing Mr. Paul Simon. (laughs) (laughs) And an album he made... When he was very young, 70 years old Oh, wow Yeah, do you have that So Beautiful So What album? I believe I do Oh, all right So we will be uh, perhaps talking about that a little bit All right So Bill and I are going to now venture out into the raindrops And we're going to look for our birds And we will let you know how we do at Nyon King Point All right, I I look forward to that And uh, you are listening to another fascinating Hasn't this been good so far? No, really? Just the Photography Corner has been worth it. You know, I I don't think we've had a better Photography Corner. I should take a poll. Should it be Photographer's Corner or Photography Corner? Let's let our listeners decide. I say Photography, but I'm just a listener, so I'm going to vote. How do I vote? Uh, Let's ask Christina what she thinks. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, shoot me an email, Photographer's Corner or Photography Corner. Okay, I'll shoot you an email on that. Oh, okay. I was talking to Christina. Oh, oh. Okay. So uh, you're listening to What Were You Thinking on Pet Life Radio. Could this be our worst show ever? Um, It's hard to tell, really. (laughs) That's right. That bar's pretty low. (laughs) (laughs) And we will be back after this exciting word from our sponsor with more live birding, or at least after live birding at Nyon King Point on Saginaw Bay. Yeah, right. See you in a minute.
0: what were you thinking we'll be right back after bob gets the ducks out of his living room don't go away Not pumped about cleaning the litter box? Try World's Best Cat Litter Zero Mess, the litter that gives you two times better clumping and more odor control with less litter. That's right. You scoop once and you're done. No chiseling, no scraping, no crumbling, no problem. Looking for fast and easy litter box cleanup? Zero mess. Try it. You're welcome in advance. Save $2 on World's Best Cat Litter. Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com. They called it elephant skin. It was rough, wrinkly, like a Brillo pad. His hair was falling out in clumps. Petey stopped eating and all his hair fell out.
1: Our golden retriever, Sundance, he scratched incessantly. There was hair all
0: over. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E oh. dot com. 859-428-1000. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa. The
1: digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food. Dynovite is... Nutrition. Within two weeks, the shedding slowed down to almost none. The scratching went away after a few days, and Sundance's coat was starting to get shiny and glossy. It's a 180
0: turnaround. His Skin has cleared up. He is not in pain.
1: If your dog has shedding, dry skin, excessive scratching due to DynaVite,
0: 859 428 1000. 859 428 1000. DynaVite for life. dot no. com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Pet Life, Radio. Pet life Radio. .com. <laughs> Okay, ducks are in the pond, rabbits in his hutch, and monkeys. Oh, In my car! Oh, okay, Well, I Go check my insurance policy. We'll turn you back over to Bob.
1: I'm here with uh, Bill Holm again, Bob Tart, and we are at uh, Nyon King Point. And, Bill, would you like to describe what just happened? I I can't believe it. I can't believe it. We've been looking all day for these things, and all of a sudden they pop up right in front of us. The yellow headed blackbird and we got pretty good pictures of them too i mean i'm surprised we just braved some of the buggiest areas in north america wouldn't you say the bugs were as dense as uh fog they were they were in, in fact pea soup, uh,
0: pea soup.
1: In, in fact uh watson was following us for a while oh really yes we, but uh i'm hoping that with the the pipe? yellow pipe i'm hoping the yellow headed blackbird will call again so that we'll be able to record that and get that on this podcast. But we are probably only, a f- what, uh, 20 feet from them right now. I see them bouncing around in this tree. Yeah. I might just throw this recorder down to the um, ground in a minute to get some more pictures. Why don't you? Yeah. That would be uh, just uh, pleasant for our listeners anyway. But uh, this is about the last place I expected to see them. Listen to You hear that, ladies yeah. and gentlemen? There right th- they're, There's another one up in the tree. Is there? Yeah. Is it close to us? Yeah, it's on the other side of the tree, so you can't see it. But that's amazing, because here we were in the um, swamp looking for them. Right, where they should be. Uh-huh. And, oh, I guess there is a cattail swamp oh, just yeah. past us. If we were to take another couple feet, uh, we'd be up to our waists in um, pond water. I know. This is really getting dangerous right here. I'm getting a little concerned. I'm starting to feel sort of a sucking action under my feet. Oh, that's and- NAFTA. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, and then the, uh, the snakes. I don't know. Hanging what, from trees here. I don't know what mad instinct led us here. Except we did see a form of the goddess. Yes, we did. And I think she the she goddess is a sign. Yeah. Let's hear that, ladies and gentlemen. That is our yellow-headed blackbird friend, and I'm hoping it comes out in the open again.
0: Um, love, maybe I we, can see
1: it. Maybe we can have a few words with it yes that'd be an Wouldn't interview be great an interview now let's talk about some of the other birds that we saw well what i have a surprise observation about all that okay you know i've gone birding with you a number of times with some success but i think and as is the theme of feather about learning about birds the journey there is one oh my goodness that is just a gorgeous thing they're up here in the trees yeah go ahead and there we were at Nyan King Point. I wasn't very optimistic. But then after two hours and 23 minutes there, you rung every bird out of that place. I did. You birded it out. We, there wasn't a bird left after you rung them out. I don't think out. there was. I think we got them all. Wow. We rung them like a bell. I know. That was it was very impressive. Listen. But we saw um, American bittern. Yep. Two of them. That's the least of it. That's the least of it because we also saw a least bittern, a least bittern, two, two of them, and um, that's our friend. The um, I hope you can hear our friend there calling occasionally. The uh, it's, it's it's not in my stomach. Of, no, I was going to say it sort of sounds like sort of sounds like a redheaded uh, excuse me a red winged blackbird throwing up. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. But this is the last. I'll say it again. This is the last place I expected to see them because this is just some crazy little turnoff that didn't look promising, and it was guarded by. Who is that? This is one close by. They're up in the trees. What are they doing in the trees? Yeah, we expect birds to be up in the trees. Just because we're here, they're changing our habits. Uh, Yeah. No, I forgot what I was going to say. There's some other little bird there. Yellow warbler and something else. This is the kind of place where you think you might see like a uh, a yeti or something. I know it. Almost anything could happen. Sasquatch. Uh huh. I mean, this is just wild. Let's see where that one is. Bob, no, no, no. (laughs) Oh, there they are. They're fighting over there. I'll be darned. Well, huh? Well, this is pretty amazing. And uh, so we saw. Marsh wrens, too. Got our first really good look at a marsh wren. And we're using, uh, I, I should mention, I'm using an app that I uh, hadn't used before called Track My Hike. And how much are you getting, how much getting for mentioning this, this app? It's called Map My Hike. Yeah. What's it? Oh, what, what is that? Something over there, this is too. This like a ring of birds. It is a ring of birds. There's a oh, sort of a. I c- fell into a singing ring of birds. <laughs> oh boy. You can see that. Open, kind than of money. an open area. And then it's surrounded by trees with birds in them. Uh huh. And a lot of the birds seem to be these yellow headed blackbirds. A lot of them are. Yeah. We went through poison ivy to get here. We went through the game warden to get here. Yeah. And uh, was it Officer Dibble? <laughs> who was the, um, the Jellystone Park uh, ranger? Oh, Ranger Smith? Was it Ranger Smith? I don't know. Okay. Ranger. And, uh, but anyway, I've started talking about marsh wrens. Marsh wrens are everywhere, and usually I don't ever get a chance to see a marsh wren, but just out of pure luck, just out of pure luck, the marsh wrens jumped forward and allowed well, me now. to take their picture. Well, now. They also put their wings around each other and smiled. Yeah, I don't think that uh, there's a woman trying to uh, get pictures of birds. And um, I I don't think she'd like if we told her about this place. It's a little too secluded, isn't it? No, she might get a little suspicious. Yeah, she would. Um, It's it's only a little bit off the road (laughs) down this path that you can barely make your way through. But I I can't believe how close we are to these birds. We've only seen these um, yellow-headed (sighs) blackbirds at a great distance before. Rest. This we were within twenty feet. Yeah, I mean we're within Pulitzer Prize winning photo. Oh, this could be this, it. This could be it for you. This could be what finally snags me the HL Mencken Award. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, so we took our time and it was a day that didn't seem to be very encu- well, commentary. Uh it didn't seem like it'd be very encouraging because it was this is uh June thirteenth and it's chilly. It's 66 degrees. It's 66 degrees. It might as well be a day in September. Try to remember. Well, there's an overcast sky. Yeah. With a, sort of a threatening scud. Yeah. Yeah. There come more ye- uh, yellowheads. Yeah. And uh, I just thought this is this is going to be a, a bad day all around. Uh-huh. But, uh, but we did great. And so... Well, you did, ringing every last bird out of everywhere you go now. Well, it worked out pretty good. But you saw the bitterns. I did. We saw American bittern and least bitterns, as we said. And these are secretive birds that usually hide. But they uh, we, hop right out. Yep. How many marsh wrens do you think there were? Oh, a dozen. A dozen. My. Uh, what Nyan- would you say? Oh, it's it's uh, dozens. Well, a couple dozen. Nyanking Point is on Saginaw Bay, and it is north of um, Ohio and north of south carolina would you say yeah kind of northwest a bit perhaps okay all right and um it's north northwest uh-huh yeah and it's kind of but it's south did you hear that yeah that's that ladies and gentlemen that is the yellow-headed blackbird that is a yellow warbler, it's right south there. of I'll, I'll, baffin island it it is it, if you are going to nyonking point and you find yourself on Baffin Island, please, ladies and gentlemen, turn around. Turn the car around. Right. I mean, you're not going to see any yellow-headed blackbirds there, for one thing. Mm-mm. No. And we notice the habitat has been cut down from past years, hasn't it? The um, It has. I wonder if that has anything to do with the yellow-headed blackbirds uh, move to this area. It could be, because this is still uh, quite densely populated with greenery. It is. There's a lot of greenery right here. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it, I think it has more of a variety for them, like you were pointing out to our listeners, about how the marshy area, reedy area nearby, the wooded area, there's protection, there's there's natural. I think this is just ideal for the modern yellow-headed woodpecker. It is. The modern yellow-headed woodpecker and the modern yellow-headed blackbird. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I think one of yeah. the reasons the blackbirds sound a little mad... Like that, like that, is because they're still waiting for your sonnet, your promised yellow-headed blackbird oh, oh, sonnet oh, oh. from last year. Oh yes, and um, how is that coming? What kind of progress are you making? I'm making pretty good progress. I'm still working on a few, trying to iron out a few wrinkles. Okay, and uh, how many wrinkles should a sonnet have? Well, it, it's like an A wrinkle and then a B wrinkle. Oh, okay. And then they kind of alternate for a while. So that's at least two wrinkles. Yeah. And then it ends up with a like some other kind of a wrinkle. And among the other miraculous things we saw, we saw a field with several Caspian terns in it, right? Oh, yes, there were dozens of Caspian terns. There's another yellowhead. Yeah. Yep. And uh, yeah, after we're done with this podcast, we're uh-huh. missing the opportunity for some more Pulitzer Prize winning shots just for the sake of our audience. Because we want our audience to be here with us as we discuss the fine points of this. It's starting to rain a little bit, too. Well, if you lose your Pulitzer because we're stopping and talking to our audience, then I think it's about time that you started to reevaluate your priorities. Uh, Because our audience, you know, frankly, you know, maybe I shouldn't get into it now, but our audience has been a little bit hostile lately. They have, haven't they? Yeah. They have. But according to Map My Hike... Which is not a sponsor of this show, and neither is Brisket's To Go, your one-stop destination for the best briskets on planet Earth. What's that phone number again, Bob? Uh, we'll give the phone number at the end of the show, Bill. But Map My Hike said we walked 2.21 miles, uh-huh. and it took us 2 hours and 23 minutes. That's I'd pace. I'd say that's a good pace. I know. I've more, I mean, I'm exhausted. Yeah. I'm huffing and puffing. I well, may only be 66 degrees, but... Look at these yellow warblers out in the open, too. You never see that. No. Uh-uh. Just sitting out in the open, because this is a little wonderland here. I might try and get me a picture of a yellow warbler. I, all right. Okay. So we're about at the end of the show. Really? Yeah. Boy, this one is zipped right by. Yeah, we'll wait till tomorrow because we have not yet gone to Tawas Point State Park. And that's going to be every bit as exciting as this show. Who knows what treasures? Oh, look at all these yellow warblers. So, so there's going to be another podcast coming up. Tomorrow. Wow. Yes, that's right, Mr. Yellow-Headed Blackbird. Ah, ah. That's right. and so, uh, Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. So thank you for joining us in this exciting moment. I, I can't believe how close we were. And Bill, Bill is the one who said, he's right over there. He's I did. He's right over there. And you I heard me. I couldn't find it. And Bill, Bill said, what would you say again? I said, what's that? That's right. So thanks to uh, Mark Winter for uh, putting up the money. For this exciting expedition to Nyonking Point, south of Baffin Island. Very generous. Thanks to book character Bill Holm for joining me and driving me in Gus the Volvo. Sure, Gus says you're welcome. Thanks to Filler Incorporated for providing much of the content to this show. And (laughs) uh, I guess that's it. Uh, Email us at bob at PetLifeRadio.com or put your name and address on a postcard and... See if you can answer this week's contest question, and we will reveal the winners tomorrow show. Oh, okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Follow me on Facebook and visit me at BobTart.com and look for my new book, Feather Brain, which is even more
0: exciting than this podcast. Bye-bye. Bye. Thinking about buying a monkey? How about a ferret or a skunk? Then check out the show that will answer the burning questions where do you get them? What do you feed them? How do you take care of them? And most of all, what were you thinking? With exotic pet expert and author Bob Tart, every week on demand from PetLifeRadio.com.